Welcome to the Dance Studio Empire podcast, a mix of business strategies, simple tips for studio growth and success, with a touch of inspiration, motivation, plus raw and honest conversations to ensure you are building your studio empire. I'm your host, Jen Dalton, studio owner for 30 years, dance business coach, and the author of the book, Teaching Dance Beyond the Steps. My business philosophy is creativity is our superpower, and I believe we all have the means and ability to infiltrate this into our studio. Just sometimes we can get too busy, distracted, or overwhelmed to see that. So that is exactly why I am here to help you. So if you are ready to master the art of creating demand, unravel the dance of numbers in your studio, and run your business to its full potential, then you are in the right place. Okay, let's do this. Sit back and relax, and let's get ready to build your dance studio empire. Hey, dance fam, it is Jen here, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Dance Studio Empire podcast. Now, I can't go any further today without checking in to see how everyone is going. If you are listening to this in real time and you are in the Southern Hemisphere, you are probably madly crazy in concert performance season. It is, I know for myself, we have our concert at this um, coming weekend. I know others have had theirs last week and they're coming up within the next couple of weeks. It is such a crazy time and I am here just to remind you to take some time to really congratulate yourselves for getting through it. I think sometimes we get into this um, this habit of just doing this stuff because we know we have to do it and we sometimes just need to stop and just think about what we have actually achieved and it's pretty pretty good and pretty exciting so you should be celebrating I know it might feel a bit premature if you haven't had your concert yet I do get that Uh, but yeah I did just want to check in and let you know that I'm feeling all the feels with you um, and I will be celebrating at the end with you as well but anyway let's get into today's episode where I'm going to be diving into marketing spending and seasonal strategies that you can implement throughout your entire year And this is a question that gets asked a lot, particularly recently. I've had some really great conversations with some studio owners who are really stepping up. And this is one of the questions that has been asked quite a bit across different people. So you know what I do? If someone's asking, I'm going to do an episode on it because if one person wants to know, then surely there are others. All right. So especially because many of you are starting to look for new ways to work smarter and not harder, you are wanting to be more efficient with your time to work on both the creative and the business sides of running your studio. So this means that you're all starting to ask some really, really great questions and tell you what, I'm absolutely here for it. As usual, I'm going to keep this com- content and the concepts really simple, right? Simple as possible. I just have, I don't have the brain capacity to make it complicated. You don't have it. You don't want it. So I'm, I just, you just want a number, right? And so I'm going to give you numbers. Now, this is of course my suggestions to use. And so it's based off what has worked and what's not worked for me, but also the studio owners who are in my mastermind. So you, you will get a a great cross section of data and experience for you to work with and then find out what is going to work best for you because we're all in unique situations. So 
I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the numbers, but you have to just make it work for yourself. Okay. Yeah, you may have heard me talk about how I look at our dance year in seasons. And this is also how I work out how much to spend across the year on marketing. Now, when it comes to budgeting, my suggestion is between 10 to 20% of your revenue spending on your marketing is a pretty good rule of thumb. But remember, I'm working through the different seasons. So you'll need to adjust these percentages or the amount based on your studio's unique situation. Okay, I'm going to break it down further. So I'll work through each each of the seasons now, but just remember that this is based on my studio, which is based in Australia, Southern Hemisphere, and our dance year is February to December. So regardless of how your dance year is set up, you will still have similar seasons. They will just be across different months, but I'll just be working with, um, with how it works for us. So just uh, listen to the seasons, adjust what works for you, and then I'll be going into the percentages that I use and would suggest. It's up to you how you want to utilize that. Okay, so I'm going to start with the retain and thrive season. Now, the reason for this is because this is sort of where we are now. We are definitely in retain at the moment, but it is crossing over to new enrollment season. But have to start somewhere. So I'm going to start here, retain and thrive. So this is essentially September to October. So right now, studios in the Southern Hemisphere, or those of you who are finishing up your dancing in December, now is the time to focus on retaining your current dance studios. You want to re-enroll them. You want them to roll over. During this time is where I consider allocating around 10% of your revenue. Okay. So as I mentioned, focus should be on the re-enrollment and the rollover strategy to keep your already happy families in your studio. This is where your money's going right now. So remember when we are making, we're making this as easy as possible. We're giving your current family some really great incentives and reasons to continue. That's where you're putting your money right now. But then as we move into November, December, this is where you could consider kicking it up a notch, 10 to 15%. This will include a little bit of awareness for potential new families who are just starting to to think about next year, their child might want to start dancing or they might want to change studio. So they're just starting to open their eyes about some, you know, where they might want to send their kids. But it also are teasers for new and exciting offers and opportunities that are coming next year. So even for your current families, you want to be, you know, maybe putting out some Um, organic marketing as well as paid um, marketing for new things that you might be offering. Now it's this season to nurture those relationships and let your dancers know that they are part of something special and they really should continue dancing with you. Okay so that is the first season so we're looking about 10% to 10 to 15% as you get closer to the end of the year. Okay the second season is our new enrollment season. So This is a crossover from the November, December into January, February for us. And so as we're heading into the new year, it's time to really focus in on the new enrollment season. And this here where I'd recommend going high with your budget. So this is where we will be spending the most. So approximately 20% of your revenue or what you feel comfortable percentage wise of your revenue This is the the grand entrance, right? The red carpet moment for your new students. 
So you want to be investing in standout marketing campaigns, targeted advertising, and maybe even putting in some special introductory offers and events. Don't forget to think about your offline marketing as well. So each year for us, we execute some really great offline marketing ideas that are low budget and they do have a great ROI. The thing with this, a lot of studio owners have tunnel vision and they are only putting their time and energy into online marketing, so social media, which of course is essential, but there is a gap because then they're missing out on opportunities to to utilize um, other marketing tools. And so that's where we will capitalize. um, And it has worked and always worked for us really, really well. So it is definitely something you could consider. And it's about making a lasting impression, right? Creating that hype, uh, getting those new dancers through the door. Your budget should really reflect the importance of this season and you aim to then grow and expand your dance family from here. Okay, next season is the strengthen and sustain season. Now this is between March and June. And now this is after things have settled down a bit. So you've started back your new year, your new families are all settled in, your classes are running. Um, I know there is still movement um, happening probably internally. There will be still new people probably joining, which of course is great. But it's now at this time when you can focus on maintaining that momentum that you've built. So this is where, you know, if you do have the funds, this is where I would be allocating, it can almost be between 5 to 10% of your revenue during this March to June um, period. So you're strengthening and sustaining. It's, it's not about flashy moves right now. It's just about nurturing your existing connections, refining your offerings and keeping the vibe really strong. So this is also a really good time to do some um, organic marketing as well for your current students. If you are still wanting to advertise new offerings, so say, say you put circus into your into your studio, this might be where you could run a low cost ad, um, just keeping it ticking over. Very targeted, of course, so that you know you're hitting the right audiences. Um, but yeah, this is the time when you can ease off a little bit on your spend, especially if you are feeling a bit pushed with funds. You, you could consider um, introducing a loyalty program or personalized experience and consistent communication just to sustain that momentum. But this is your time to fine tune and ensure that your current dancers are happy and engaged and then essentially building your solid foundation for the year ahead. That's that season. All right, so then we move on to the fourth season. Now, this is the Innovate and Elevate season. For us, this is July to August. This is probably my most favorite time of year um, because I just think about July and August for the dance studio is the point where we start thinking outside the box. I also actually start thinking about the year ahead. So the, the following year, so it all starts. I start thinking about my timetable and things I'm going to be offering. Um, it's it's a really great time to meet with your team if you have a team or, or even if it's just one person and start collaborating on fresh ideas that you might want to bring into your studio, things that you might want to allocate you know, as even towards the end of your end of your year as well, you might want to start talking about your concert, um, things like that. This is the time for those conversations. And it's here when you're starting to do this innovative stuff. So if things are coming up that are fresh ideas, new ideas, you've come up with this great, great thing. Oh, in October, we want to do blah, blah, blah as, a, as an advertising thing. Then 
I would also I would be thinking about allocating around 15% of your revenue or the percent the amount that you have allocated using about 15% of that in this section because this is the season of creativity where you could be introducing new workshops or themed events or maybe even collaborating with local businesses just to bring in a fresh energy to your studio. I think that's something that's also underutilized as well with a lot of studios uh, with big potential. So this mid-budget groove is sort of about pushing the boundaries and showing your community and your studio that your studio is not just a place to dance, but it's ever-evolving experience. And it's that tricky time of year too where things are getting a little bit quiet. Uh, Your students have been dancing, you know, since end of January, February, they're sort of hitting August. It's like, oh, it feels like the year's dragging out. Um, So it's a good time to just put a little spark back into the studio. And you may want to put some money towards that with your marketing at this point. Okay. Like I mentioned, these percentages are just a suggestion. They're not strict rules. Your studio's unique situation might call for a bit more or even a tad less investment during these seasons. Remembering the key is just to test, measure, and adjust as needed. Honestly, flexibility is your best friend. And I know it's hard because we also have to practice patience, which I know for a lot of our studio owners, we're not great at patience. However, it is the, it is the way that we keep learning um, and keep growing. So while budgeting for paid advertising is essential and you'll never hear me say not to do it, but never underestimate the power of authentic um, content that just naturally draws your audience. It's that organic feel that complements the more structured moves. And this could be, this this stuff's the, the in-class photos, the videos backstage, interviewing you, your students, things like that, that just keep, keep things exciting, but you're not spending a lot of money on it. Um, you will keep growing this way. You're building authority. You're building trust uh, in your community, which is which is the goal. All right. I hope this has given you some clarity um, about when and what to spend on marketing. Remember, you can always access the Dance Studio Ignite program, which goes into a whole lot more detail about how, when, and what to market. I've got the link below. You've got this, guys. I know that um, marketing can be intimidating for some of us. Some of us find it really easy, which is excellent. (laughs) However, if you are unsure, do reach out and ask the questions. Um, Keep going. Just the, the trick is just to be consistent and keep trying things. All right, guys, until next time, I hope you have a really great week. And that's a wrap for this week's episode. I'm so grateful to have you listen each week. If you found today's episode valuable, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate, five stars of course, and leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback empowers me to keep delivering insightful content. To ensure you never miss an episode, hit that subscribe button and be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore Jen Dalton underscore and join our private Facebook group, Dance Studio Empire. Until next time, keep dancing, keep thriving, and keep building your dance studio empire.